Credit to the Pelicans for fighting hard without Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson in Phoenix, but you see some of the limitation of this team's depth in the loss. Let's break it down in a bonus episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this, it's technically Saturday when I'm recording, so this Saturday after the Pelicans fall to the Phoenix Suns on Friday night, late game 124-111. The depth, fighting hard, but not enough to get the win. And there's a big reason why you saw it happen on the road versus at home. And we're going to get into that in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, even on a Saturday like we are today, breaking down everything you want to know about this team, the good, the bad, what makes this team interesting, all of that. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. And of course, comment down below on YouTube. So it might be a slightly quicker show today being a bonus episode, but I really, I don't know, I was watching the game, so I felt like recording and we have a great platform for this. So let's get into the 124-111 loss for New Orleans. This, you could have seen coming. You you could have seen this one coming, even with them getting the win without some of the guys that played on, uh, what was it, Tuesday. Oh, that game feels like it was a, a decade ago. So without Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, or Herb Jones, they got the win on Tuesday. How come they weren't able to kind of carry some of that momentum over to the Friday game against the Phoenix Suns? And Dyson Daniels didn't play in this one, and they certainly could have used him because he played very well, especially defensively, against the Dallas Mavericks. But this one's pretty simple. This one's pretty simple. Reserves do worse on the road than they do at home for a variety of reasons. Your bench is going to almost always play better at home than on the road. You have a hostile crowd that's trying to kind of take you out of the game. You don't have the Smoothie King Center, which for the first two games has been absolutely rocking, giving them energy to feed off of. You're maybe a little bit tired from traveling. You're not sleeping in your own bed. You're going through a different routine. So reserves just simply struggle when they're on the road. It's just one of those things. It doesn't help that the refs in this one called the game very, very strangely too. Zarba is unfortunately a ref we're all too aware of. And in that second quarter, got really, really like trigger happy with the foul calls. The Pelicans didn't have one in the first quarter. And then in the second quarter, somehow you ended up with Trey Murphy getting three, Jose Alvarado getting three, and 11 foul calls going against New Orleans, sending Phoenix to the line 14 times. It really took them out of the rhythm. And these things just happen. And when your depth is weaker because you're without your starters, yes, they can step up. But when your depth needs depth and you're out of your third strings, you know, there's only so much you can do. You look at this and I'm not really upset about the loss. It's a moral victory in a sense because the guys played hard and we'll get into that in a second. 
But moral victories don't give you a W in the standings, and that's annoying. And you also saw one area New Orleans really needs to start scouring the trade market for to really try and improve. So we'll get to that. That'll be in the next segment. And then we've got an injury update coming for you in what's going to be a pretty quick third segment here. So Jonas Valanciunas, probably the MVP for the team in this one. He was really good. He was really good. And this was a game that he could really take advantage of because DeAndre Ayton was unable to play in the second half. Jonas Valanciunas, 25 points, 10 rebounds on the night. 25 points, by the way, on 16 shot attempts. He was 11 of 16. He was really efficient, along with two assists. And by the way, really good defense. They, they used him differently in this game than they normally do. They tend to favor him in drop coverage, kind of backing up off of the pick and roll when they're out on the perimeter. But knowing that Phoenix is going to want to shoot threes and have a bunch of perimeter players out there, they need him to switch and slow those guys down. So he did the switch and recover kind of scheme. And you saw him, you know what, hang around on the perimeter and do his job. It wasn't going to really make defensive plays out there. But if he could just slow that down till everyone else got in the right position and could come and cover for him they would be fine and he did a really good job of that it showed off a different dimension to his game and when in the second half when they really needed to rely on him particularly in that third quarter he delivered 18 of his 25 points in the second half he was as good as advertised doing everything he could there just wasn't a whole lot of help for him with all of those injuries to everyone else in this one you know with that switch heavy scheme, it shows that there's, you know, more depth to him as a player, but it's just one of those things. Najee Marshall was also great in this one, starting in place of Herb Jones, the second straight game, 21 points on the night, five assists, six rebounds. He made three of seven shots from deep. You can't ask much more than that from him. He's been good. He's been good. He gives you above average D, not as good as Herb Jones, but their offense is probably pretty even to be perfectly straight with you on this. So if he's going to give you three threes in a roll like that, I dig it. You should maybe start to see him get about those same 15 minutes or so per game, but I would think it would be better to throw him in as a sub for Herb Jones with the starters where he can play off of those guys. At times, you see that he very clearly shouldn't be a first or second option out there, but as a third or fourth or fifth option out there, so basically a reserve that can come in and play with some of the starters, it's a really useful player to have. Like He deserves a lot of credit for making the most of the minutes and the availability that he's been given. This is a dude that was ready to step up. And there were other guys that were ready to step up for this team too. And even Garrett Temple actually had... An okay enough game, at least offensively. Defensively, he wasn't great, but we're not going to spend time talking about that. Let's look at Devontae Graham coming up here in the next segment, but also the backup bigs, not too ideal for New Orleans. So that's coming up here next in a bonus episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Every new potential hire for your small business can feel like a high stakes wager. You don't want that. You need to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Also, if you're a job seeker, seeker. Get on LinkedIn jobs because there's tons of things out there and people are getting hired. 
So you post your job for free, then add the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, spread the word that you are open for business. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. You can't have those positions open long. It just is hurting your bottom line. And it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans. That's the wrong one. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down, even on Saturday too, breaking down everything you want to know about this Pelicans team, even in a loss. Number one thing, if you want to ever support the show, comment down below on YouTube. What's the reason they lost this game? Was it just simply the injuries? Did you think they played well and fought well? Would you call this a moral victory for the Pelicans? Because I would. I would. We weren't expecting him to win this one. The the backups and the reserves are going to have a tougher time on the road than at home. This was set up to be a loss. And you know what? Being down five at half, I'll take it. The doors got blown off in the fourth quarter. And unfortunately, New Orleans really couldn't take advantage of those minutes when Devin Booker wasn't out there on the court. They really needed to. But With a little bit more depth, with Brandon Ingram or Zion in this, that kind of builds you up so you push someone else down. And it's not going to be like guys like Garrett Temple playing 17 minutes in this one. Jackson Hayes playing eight. Billy Hernan Gomez playing eight. Well, that gives you an opportunity to win those minutes probably more so than you were going to because you didn't really get much out of the big. So we'll get into that here in a moment. Devontae Graham, though, I thought played All right, defensively, a little bit rough at times, but his shot is starting to come back, and you need that. You need more shooting on this. New Orleans took 37 threes. That is not what they've been doing this season. They rank towards the bottom of three-point attempts. I think they were dead last. Dead last at 25. 37 is significantly more, and guess what? They made them at a good rate, 40.5%, making 15 of their 37 attempts. Devontae Graham was three of six. You like to see that. Jose Alvarado, 4 of 7. Trey Murphy, 3 of 7. Najee Marshall, 3 of 7. They absolutely need to shoot more threes. And they were able to in this game without having B.I. and Zion out there. But it's something they should look at doing when those guys come back. And Devontae Graham, for better or worse, is going to be a part of that. But he's had his shot falling this season so far. And that makes him a rotation guy and a guy that can get minutes and be playable as opposed to last year when he really struggled with that. So it's nice to see, you know, another good enough showing from Devonte Graham. Two guys though, that did not play particularly well were the backup bigs in this Larry Nance Jr. You don't really need to worry about too much. This was, you know, not the kind of game for him when you had Jonas Valanciunas playing over 30 minutes, being able to feast on that smaller lineup. Larry Nance Jr. It's fine. The other bigs, when you needed some of that height and length, didn't really show up whatsoever. And that's Jackson Hayes and Billy Hernan Gomez playing eight minutes each. Jax looked lost out there. He hasn't gotten a ton of minutes. He's been dealing with that elbow injury, but supposedly he's good to go. And even if that's affecting you on offense, at least be in the right place on defense. And he was not. You know, this is... Uh, an important year for him. It's a contract year for him and it's gotten off to a rough start with that injury, but his play on the court 
you know, he just feels, again, like an odd man out. If he's going to be lost defensively when they need his athleticism in this one, there's not much else to say, I think. It's a disappointing showing. You know, it shows that he's not truly going to be that third, fourth big for this team. And then you had Billy Hernan Gomez, who they went to, you know, when Jax just wasn't effective. And he wasn't as effective. This is a guy that can go out and get you some points and some buckets and will get you some rebounds, but does not give you what you need on defense. And he didn't in this one. And this was a game where New Orleans needed to get some stops. Phoenix would keep going on runs and New Orleans didn't really have an answer offensively, but we know they have offensive players. But when you need to get a stop, maybe get into a fast break situation to give you some easy offense, that defense to offense that Willie Green likes to preach, well, you didn't get it from your bigs needing to protect the basket. And in this one, Phoenix went out and they scored, and they scored in the paint a whole lot. 60 points in the paint just compared to just 36 for New Orleans. 54 bench points compared to 21 for New Orleans. The reserves just overmanned out there on the road, and it's not a knock on them. We weren't expecting them to do big things necessarily, but it shows you very clearly need another big man. You need to start scouring the trade market for another big that can go out and give you some quality minutes, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, which is what I really think they need when it comes to that. A defensive big man in this would have been very key for New Orleans and really help them get the win. Nothing's going to happen until probably January at the earliest, but this is something that, again, has been a problem for New Orleans. And when you don't have a defensive big down low, it's leading to these rotations on defense, the covering and things like that, that leads to the defense scrambling. And you saw New Orleans then struggling to contest the three-point line for the Phoenix Suns in this one when they were able to swing the ball around, eventually find an open shooter because they were always just kind of scrambling from that. If they could have done a little bit better, I think it would have been very, very helpful. But Bridges going three of five from deep, Cam Johnson going three of six from deep, campaign off the bench going two of three. It's not great. Let Jock Landale shoot, but those other guys you've got to close out better on and contest better on. And there's some weak closeouts because, well, the Pelicans were out of position when it comes to it. So coming up, we do have an update on... Zion Williamson, will we see him play Sunday? Tomorrow now, by the time you're listening to this against the Clippers. Let's take a quick look at that. Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net, your number one source for betting, football, and the start of the new basketball season. So you can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live in-game betting. When you realize this one was getting away from the Pelicans, you probably should have jumped on that. They were keeping it close, but you could see that the bench was going to let this one slip away. You would have made a bunch of money. So it's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events. So head to the website today. You can also get there on your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action happen, happening over at betonline.net, betonline, where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans a bonus episode of Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're breaking down everything you want to know about this team, even on the weekend, even after losses. And we're trying to do it all Monday through Friday, but right now on Saturday. Uh, You can tell I'm off with it being so late in a Saturday and I'm like out of the normal rhythm here. So the Pelicans lose because the depth just 
didn't you know again it's they're on the road you weren't expecting that that's like the theme of today's show here but there are hopefully some reinforcements arriving for the Pelicans soon Zion Williamson didn't play in this one but Woj of ESPN was tweeting out and talking about earlier that he is eyeing a return and has gone through full practices eyeing a return Sunday tomorrow against the Los Angeles Clippers that's great. You want to get him into that game even if you lose because you want him ready to go against the Los Angeles Lakers in the game after that. Get him a little bit of run. Get him back into the swing of things. Hopefully Herb Jones too. And if you get him out there on the court, I think it opens things up more. I want to see some point Zion with him getting the ball out there on the perimeter, getting him a full head of steam and start getting him to get downhill break down a defense, kick it out to open shooters. Without Brandon Ingram out there, Point Zion's probably the way to go, and it should mean you still take a ton of threes because he's going to generate a lot of open looks for you. So open threes, Point Zion, let's get the winning back on track for the Pelicans. I definitely think they can do it against the Los Angeles Clippers, who have been a little bit out of sorts with their rotation and at times you're not seeing Kawhi Leonard play or Paul George who got sick earlier in the season two. So they're two and three right now and not looking particularly great. So this is a winnable game for New Orleans, particularly with Zion Williamson out there on the court. So hopefully they get the win on Sunday. So that's going to do it for a bonus episode of Locked on Pelicans. Appreciate you all tuning in over the weekend. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. Back with y'all on Monday after the Clippers game. And we might have another bonus episode or two on weekends, depending on what's going on. So this was fun. Looking forward to doing it again. And I'll see y'all on Monday.